Hello, everybody. I'm Sean Woolley from Cloud9 Spain. With me today, I'm delighted to have Simon Boxes, um, Chief Commercial Officer of Habeno Mortgages. And uh, I've been trying to get Simon on for quite a while now. And actually, your availability is, is great, Simon, because we're going to be talking about a recent report that you guys commissioned into, admittedly, your own um, stats and your own findings. But I'm sure that our listeners and our viewers will find it interesting. So, Let's kick off. First of all, welcome. Thank you for thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> thank you. Can we can we start with just a little explanation of Habeno and and who you are, what you do, and how you're different to maybe other other mortgage brokers out there? Okay. Well, what we have put on the market uh, two years ago now is a digitalization of the mortgage process. Um, we all know that Spain has got a very antiquated uh, bank system, mortgage system which a lot of foreigner clients found very difficult to deal with. So what we have done is to actually look at all the steps that are involved within the client's journey to actually uh, do their mortgages and automate and digitalize the maximum of it. So making a much easier and faster process for the clients. Uh, that has been, we have been working step by step within the client's journey on this over the last two years. And now are very, we are really ready with a real digital platform uh, of the new system of doing a mortgage in Spain and also in Portugal. And what are the, the, the key advantages for the client then? Is it, is it mainly speed? Uh, because I know from personal experience, having, having been in the business for 20 years, that you're writing what you say, you know, to get uh, an agreement in principle, for instance, from a, from a Spanish bank is difficult because they normally want to link it to a property. So they say, well, I can't tell you how much you can spend because I don't know what property you're going to buy. I guess in, in this case with Habeno is that you can assess a client's affordability very quickly and that then gives the client the peace of mind to, to go for it. Totally. Yeah. I mean, we actually, we look at, first of all, a pre-approval on the client's profile, so they don't need to have identified the property yet. Actually, a lot of clients that we have have not started to visit property yet. Mm -hmm. They check what would be the maximum amount of mortgage available for them in the country, and with that, set the budget of what they can actually go and visit. Uh, we actually do this pre-approval within 24 hours. With no documentation, so very, very easy a step for the client, and then they actually start to engage our services. Now, within all of these speed that we have been achieving with all the technology we have implemented once the client has got the pre-approval and they actually take on our services once they have actually supplied the documentation we are now able to actually give a full-minded offer from banks within three days wow. uh, so that is really a big change in the market of the mortgages that's a game changer totally. i mean the certainly the pre-approval is is really useful for a client and for us as agents because we can assess how much the budget can be. And I, I guess as long as the client hasn't lied about their income and liabilities on the form, exactly. I don't think there's any reason why they would, but um, you know that, that does give people a really good idea of, of where to head with a budget and affordability. Um, and the fact that you can get that within 24 hours is, is amazing. Totally, um, totally. And then the fact you can get, once they've submitted their, their for, you know, all the bits and pieces that you need, all the documentation, the fact that they can then get a binding agreement within three days of that is 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 fantastic as well it's a real a real change a real change and one of the big advantages as well is that through our platform the once we have received the documentation of the clients we actually digitalize their profile and that profile is distributed to all the bank that we collaborate with that will accept that specific profile and therefore we actually 
show the clients a benchmarking of offers. So therefore, they've got a comparison and they've got the advice from a mortgage advisor from our team to actually see why this, this, this offer is more favored than this one, etc. We actually negotiate with the banks the best conditions possible, etc. So a, a lot of the older system, the client was only seeing one offer from one bank. Now with, with our system, we normally try to show clients to every client at least four offers. That's great. So effectively, you're, you're saying this is our client, look how amazing they are, and you're getting the banks to bid for that business. Exactly. We have reversed the system. We don't actually approach a bank asking for a mortgage for this client. We make them work in competition to offer a mortgage, to actually present an offer for this profile. Great. So, yes. Very, very good. <laughs> well, listen, let's, let's touch on the, the report that you guys recently commissioned, which is very interesting. So I think it was from the, was it from July to October of 2023? Uh, July to October and comparing with the figures we did on the same period last year. Okay. Okay. And there were five key findings that you guys um, came up with. And just to, to qualify this, that it was based on your applicants only. So yes. no other mortgage broker. It was just people who'd come through your system and your company. Um, so the first one that you noticed was that the interest rates are increasing. Yeah. Um, I think we, we talked off air just before we, uh, we did this to say that it looks like those interest rates are now kind of hopefully have reached a peak and they're starting to plateau a little bit. Uh, and maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed for me anyway, that they start coming down a little bit next year. But over the last three or four months, they, they were just increasing slightly, weren't they? I mean, they have been increasing. Uh, it has been a shock on the market, no? I mean, the... Everybody involved with mortgages in Spain or knowing mortgages were used to the zero Euribor or negative Euribor. Then the, the increase started, people were shocked um, because it had been so long in, in negative. People forgot that in 2002 we were on a Euribor 5%. Yeah. That was long gone from our memory. No? Um, obviously, it has been a shock at the beginning, even though the people have not been actually reacting negatively to it. People are still taking mortgages, etc. Now, since we have issued the report, the Central Bank of Europe has put a ceiling at 4.5 for the Euribor. Last month's closed at an average of 4.04 for October. Today, we are on 4%. I mean, there is many reports available out there from specialists analyzing this, etc., where they say we should be nearly at the top of these increases. I mean... Let's see. I mean, I, we hope that it will effectively plateau. Mm -hmm. And then if you actually listen to these specialists, they expect to see the drop coming within the next two years. Um, so. And most mortgage products are linked to Eurobor, aren't they? So that's it's right. Eurobor plus whatever they add on, whether it's 1%, 2%. Yeah. And that's the negotiating part, or, or certainly what comprises different offers from different banks, isn't it? They will add on a, a, a different figure. Yeah, exactly. Um, depending on the bank and depending on the product and the risk profile and all those sorts of things. Interesting that people are still applying for mortgages. This was your, your second key finding. Yep. You know, so although interest rates have gone up, alarmingly for us um, who have been used to those historically low interest rates, but for people 15, 20 years ago when, um, you know, when or longer when interest rates were 15%, it's still cheap money, isn't it? And I think a lot of people who who are applying for mortgages probably lived through those times as well and are still still reckon it's it's cheap money. And so people are still applying for, for lending, aren't they? They are. I mean, uh, where we see that there is probably a bit less demand is really the lower part of the market. Okay. Because obviously a difference 
on a monthly cost of two or three hundred euros on a mortgage repayment might make a big difference for mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. um, that sort of segment seems to be waiting for some good news. Mm -hmm. So they, they are putting the decision a little bit on hold. No, the mid market and the high market is demanding mortgages as as before. We actually see a lot of people that are actually surprised that we can actually offer a mortgage at 3.6% at the moment because they say, wow, in my country, it's 7 or 8%. So they say, why wouldn't I take it? Um, so it depends also where the client comes from. But uh, we are doing, we're increasing the amount of mortgage we sign every month. And so on that side, so we see that people, yes, are still demanding it, obviously tax reasons, etc., keeping part of the capital available. Uh, the, the same reason will keep going as much as, uh, as we carry on. Your third finding was that most applicants need help finding a property and they, they know their limits. So people come to you f before they found the perfect property generally, just to get an idea of how they fit in and, and where their budget is. Totally. I mean, obviously, we've got two ways of getting clients. We collaborate a lot with estate agents like yourself, etc. When a client comes in from an estate agent, normally it's because they are already within the process of deciding a property or they are just thinking, I'm going to put a deposit tomorrow. We also have a direct marketing where the clients I get is the same as you get. Mr. On his, on his sofa on a Sunday, oh, I'm thinking of Spain. Let's see what I can get available. Let's see if I can get a mortgage in Spain. So that sort of client often asks us, who should I, now that I know what I can spend, who should I work with? Mm. What estate agents can I trust? So a lot of people, a lot of the clients ask us this. Right, very good. The fourth uh, key finding was that the demand for a fast mortgage process is skyrocketing in your, in your words. So what, how have you found that? P people just want a quick, a quick answer, a quick response. They want, I mean, obviously, when you buy a property, you want it now, first of all. <laughs> we want it yesterday. <laughs> and uh, when we've got a client with a property identified, they are often linked to a deadline within the contract with uh, the person they're buying from. Um, I mean, at the moment, with the speed of thing that we have achieved, we have gone from right, right at the beginning of the operation of Abeno, when we were totally manual, we had not started to digitalize anything. <laughs> It was taking us 15, 16 weeks to organize a mortgage. We then went down to eight weeks, six weeks. We are now at five weeks, and we've got the ambition to get to three weeks very soon. First thing that we look at when, when a file comes on our table is, is there a deadline? Sometimes clients actually do it a little bit late. Oh, I've got a deadline in two weeks or in three weeks. Okay, the team will do everything that they can on it. Uh, and we will try to negotiate even with the lawyers of the vending party a little extension on the deadline if needed. Mm -hmm. okay. But um, yes, people want to sign it as soon as possible. That's always. <laughs> My next question is, is, what sort of mortgage products are people getting? This is, relates to your, your fifth key finding, uh -huh. talking about hy hybrid rates. Yes. Um, because obviously there's always been that, oh, what do I go for? Should I go for the variable? Should I go for the fixed? I made a, a mistake when I bought my property. Interest rates were... It was two years ago, only two years ago, and interest rates were, were at their bare minimum. And I was actually warned, you know, someone said, there's only one way this is going to go. And um, I was offered a, a, a variable rate mortgage on great terms, and I took it. I wish I'd, um, <laughs> shock horror, I wish I'd gone for the fixed, you know, over 10 years or 30 years or whatever. Um, so what are most people choosing to do at the moment? If you take into account that we've got really three kinds of uh, rates uh, for the clients, we've got the variable, Hybrid, what is hybrid, is where we fix 
three years and then go on variable, and then we've got the fixed rates. Now, funny enough, on the, la the last two months, the, the exit rate, what we call it, that we get for clients on variable on our hybrid are the same. What is the exit rate? Is the rate that will be charged for the first year. Okay. So variable we've got at the moment 3.6, 3.7. Okay. Hybrid, we actually fix that 3.6, 3.7 for three years. And then we go on to variable. Or we've got the fixed rates, um, which are available only for uh, clients that work in euros, which we get at about 4.25 at the moment. People tend to go on the hybrid rates. Why? Because there is, I mean, if you actually Google mortgages, uh, rates, etc., linked to Euribor, you will find many reports from experts that are talking about that the fact that we are getting to the peak of the increases and that over the next two years, they expect a drop on the interest rates. So therefore, people actually say, okay, I'm going to go on the safe way, fix myself for three years, and then play the lottery, <laughs> sort of thing, no? And then go on back onto the variable. That, so that is what is favored at the moment. That makes, that makes sense. And you can, you can help, obviously, clients talking through those options as to which, which are maybe the best options for them personally? Yes, totally. I mean, the, the platform of Habino is a digital platform where the clients got everything online, etc. But we also have the human side of it. Every client is assigned a mortgage advisor. Um, and the mortgage advisor, even though the client can see everything online, the mortgage advisor will have a session, a consultation with the client to actually go through these four or five offers that we have sent, tell them, tell them okay, I personally would recommend this one because of this, because of that, because of the interest rate, because of the fixed part, etc. And they will have the full information before deciding, okay, let's press the button, I go with that bank and we carry on to completion. Really good. Um, just finishing off, uh, you obviously, you know, the stats are telling us where your clients are coming from. Um, a lot from Scandinavia, can't even say it, Scandinavia even, um, Holland and Belgium, um, then the UK is the, kind of the third, the third biggest group of people. But Scandinavia and, and Benelux, that was, that was interesting. That's, uh, I mean, the, um, Scandinavia is a totally natural thing for us because obviously our head office is in Sweden, in Stockholm. Our operations are here in Marbella. So when we actually started all the technology, we piloted that, that technology with Swedish client buying on the Costa del Sol. Okay. We've got a very close relationship with a lot of Swedish agencies. So we've got a big part of Scandinavian clients, but I think that is all over the coast anyway as well. Holland and Belgium are very, very strong buyers on the coast. UK is still there. And we started also to serve the Spanish clients. I see that. The, our platform was actually developed with the aim to help the international clients uh, read the non-residents, the non-resident mortgage. But more and more residents, either Spanish people or foreigners living in Spain, tax residents in Spain, have started to ask for our help. Probably because they don't have the perfect profile, that easy that uh, they go to the bank and within, uh, within a short time it is authorized. So we have started to actually serve the resident market as well. It's interesting because um, North America makes an appearance, which is what we've noticed as well, you know, quite a significant chunk. Germany, Poland. Uh, and then what interests me is that pretty much a quarter of your clients come from the rest of the world. And it's like, you know, we're the same. We're, we're coming across countries I didn't even know existed. Um, are there any countries that are blacklisted at the moment? Totally. I mean, now we have, uh, we have had applications from about 50 countries. 
we have signed mortgages with 25 nationalities, okay? Um, it's not the fact that a nationality is blacklisted, it's their currency, um, okay? Yeah. So the bank, the central bank of Spain has got a list of currency non ac uh, not accepted, but each bank have got their own list as well. Now, we keep a very close eye on that list on a monthly basis. Uh, where we see more changes is Eastern European countries, not because they are involved with Ukraine in a conflict, but because the banks think that the economy might not be stable because of the conflict. Now, we've got the list available always uh, for first estate agents and for clients. Now, sometimes a currency that is not authorized by the bank can be sorted out if the client buy through a Spanish company, a new constituted company, part of the, the buying process. So sometimes it's just a consultation for us to call the bank and say, would you accept somebody from that country that is not showing on your list? Yeah, I can take it as, if they buy through a company. Okay, so there is a little bit of flexibility there yeah. that you can you can yeah. work around. Fantastic. Thank you so much for all of that. Um, no very interesting stats, very interesting report. Um, if you are interested in finding out how much you could borrow, uh, we'll put the link at the bottom of this video where you can just go up there. I think it takes a few minutes, doesn't it, just to fill out the form and you'll get uh, an idea very quickly of how much you can borrow um, if you're telling the truth. Um, so thank you so much for that. And um, yeah, until next time. Cheers. Okay.